Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. A baby shot dead in southeast Wichita. We have the story. The KHP is investigating a fatal accident involving a Wichita police vehicle. I'm Dan O'Neill. Haley and Trump square off in South Carolina primary. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. We are in for a long stretch of dry and quiet weather here in Wichita with unseasonably warm weather again today. Our forecast is on the way in just a few minutes. A three-month-old baby boy has died. Two women have been critically injured as a result of a shooting in southeast Wichita Monday night in the 2500 block of South Oliver. Officers found three shooting victims, two 24-year-old women and a three-month-old boy. They were taken to a local hospital in critical condition. The baby boy later died. Police Chief Joe Sullivan says someone walked up to the house and started shooting. Once again, somebody wanted a permanent solution to what I'm sure is a temporary problem. I guarantee you this will all be over something stupid. Sullivan says someone will be apprehended. Former South Carolina governor and presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is ramping up campaign efforts ahead of the state's primary this week. Fox's Alexandria Hoff is in Greer, South Carolina. Nikki Haley's uphill battle is no less steep in her home state. It's a great day in South Carolina. The former governor is hoping for at least a competitive showing in Saturday's Republican primary. The latest Citadel poll out of South Carolina shows Haley 33 percentage points behind former President Trump. That's despite receiving nearly $10 million more in political ad support, according to tracking firm Ad Impact. Haley has been highly critical of Trump's take on foreign policy, as well as his ability to beat President Biden in the general election, given his calendar of court dates. At a rally in Michigan Saturday, Trump's focus was largely on condemning the legal cases against him, only briefly mentioning South Carolina and Haley. Former President Trump expected to arrive in South Carolina today. He's going to do a town hall with Fox's Laura Ingram. A man is dead after being hit by a police department patrol car Saturday evening in South Wichita. According to the Kansas Highway Patrol, investigators say 51-year-old Jeffrey Moss was crossing the street when he was struck by a patrol car and died of his injuries. They're still gathering video evidence and talking with neighbors. Once all of the information is gathered, the KHP will present the case to the Sedgwick County District Attorney's Office, which will then review it. Officials caution that the process may take up to six months in order to release an investigation report. 
Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Today, the final day to register to vote in next month's Kansas presidential primary. It's also the deadline to apply for an advanced ballot or to change your party affiliation. However, Sedgwick County Election Commissioner Laura Rainwater says some voters can still change their affiliation on Election Day. Only the Democrats and the Republicans that will be voting in this election. Now, if you're unaffiliated, you can declare a party on Election Day and receive that party's ballot. If you are a registered libertarian or part of the No Labels Party, you will not be able to vote in this election unless you switch parties by today's deadline for that March 19th election. President Biden says it's shocking that House Republicans won't pass more military aid for Ukraine. The president says Republicans are walking away from the threat of Russia and walking away from NATO. They're making a big mistake not responding. President Biden told reporters near Marine One he's happy to speak with House Speaker Mike Johnson about the issue. If he has anything to say, a Senate-passed bill approved more than $60 billion in weapons and equipment for Ukraine, but has stalled in the House where Republicans are pushing for tougher border and immigration provisions. Congress is not scheduled to return to session until February 28th, just ahead of a March 1st deadline to prevent a partial government shutdown. Jared Halpern, Fox News. U.S. Senator from Kansas, Dr. Roger Marshall, agrees with his fellow Republicans when it comes to funding for Ukraine that the U.S. needs to spend money on securing the southern border first. For 70 years, we've led the charge over there. Uh, Again, I just keep coming back to let's secure our own border. Let's take care of our own home first. Uh, We've helped them to the tune of $113 billion. Uh, We need the folks in Europe to step up and do their job as well. Marshall commented during the Steve and Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. We'll be taking a look at the final results of a big race yesterday. I'll be coming up in sports. Human remains found in Lansing. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted, 8.08 now. Eight minutes past 8 o'clock. We're down to 31 degrees. The KBI and the Lansing Police Department are investigating the discovery of human remains. Investigators say Sunday afternoon, people walking along a creek bed in the 900 block of North Main in Lansing made the discovery. An autopsy has been scheduled. Anyone with information about this case should call the KBI at 1-800-KS-CRIME. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is cautioning his staff on the dangers of misgendering. The National Review is reporting that the U.S. State Department put out new guidelines to its employees around the world on how to deal with gender identity, and it is lockstep with left-wing ideology. The Review got a copy of the cable from Secretary of State Antony Blinken, dated February 5th. In it, he says, among the words and phrases to avoid as problematic, manpower. You guys, ladies and gentlemen, mother, father, son, daughter, husband, wife. Instead, he suggests using the terms labor force, everyone, folks, you all, parent, child, spouse, partner. That's Fox's Dan Springer reporting. A judge in central Pennsylvania could soon end up in jail. Suspended Judge Sonia McKnight is charged in Dauphin County with attempted murder and aggravated assault. Her ex-boyfriend Michael McCoy told police earlier this month he awoke to massive head pain and was unable to see and that the gunshot wound to his right temple was not self-inflicted. Police say McKnight had gunshot residue on her hands after the shooting, 
but her lawyer insists McKnight is innocent. McCoy says he tried to get McKnight to move out of their home after he ended their one-year relationship, but she refused. McKnight was suspended without pay in November for misconduct, stemming from a traffic stop involving her son. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. In Fort Worth, Texas, a Girl Scout troop robbed while selling cookies in front of a Walmart. The Girl Scout and an adult were selling cookies when a man walks up to their stand, reaches over the table, and grabs a bag with their earnings inside. The crook runs off with $450 in cash. The suspect wearing a gray hoodie and black beanie. Authorities telling one local outlet, quote, it makes it that much worse when you know it's a little girl that's a victim of this. Everybody has a heart, and they don't want to see anyone be a victim of a crime much less a child. That troop was reportedly raising money for a planned summer trip to Australia. KNSS News Time now, 8, 11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Got some very heavy traffic northbound on I-235, approaching I-135. In the road construction there, expect a slowdown. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky across all of south-central Kansas, and it looks like another incredible day for this time of year. Following a cool start to the morning, sunny and breezy with a high 69. Partly cloudy tonight, Tello 43, then warmer on Wednesday with a high 71. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now partly cloudy, 31 degrees, east wind at 5 miles per hour at Wichita's Severe Weather Station. 987 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen 10 in the morning, 8 and coming up on 812, and uh, hundreds of rural hospitals across the U.S. in danger of shutting down. A study finds at the risk of closure. And Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers with us this morning. Good morning, Tanya. Hey, good morning. So it's a matter of money, correct? Am I right? Well, um, that's that's a short answer, yes. Um, I think more in-depth look at which states are the ones that are at risk. Um, and spoiler alert, yours is about second on the list, unfortunately. Um, this information, a lot of this information comes from Chartist, which is a Chicago um, healthcare advisory services firm. And they have a, a new study out. And it basically says 141 rural hospitals have closed since 2010. Another 453 are at risk of closure. If you look at the Becker's Hospital Review list, the seven states with the most hospitals that are vulnerable to closures, Texas is number one on that list with 45. Kansas is at, at 30. It was 38. It's in second place. Uh, Nebraska has 29. Oklahoma has 22. Uh, North Carolina, Georgia, and Mississippi are also in that top seven, uh, basically. The uh, Florida, Florida, Tennessee, and Nebraska hospitals, more than 41% of their rural hospitals are at risk of closure. Um, between 31% to 40% of rural hospitals in Kansas, South Dakota, Utah, Oklahoma, Alabama, North Carolina, and South Carolina are at risk of closing. If you look at the reasons, uh, the, well, let me, let me back up. The, the things that are affecting the closure risk, yeah. uh, according to this data, are um, how long the number of years a hospital has been operating without a profit, the amount of net patient revenue, how much money they're making from patients. Uh, the They looked at the average number of inpatients during the year, the average daily need for skilled nursing facilities. Um, all these things went into making up their, their list. Now, over that, I'm going to lay the National Institutes of Health study 
from 2021 that basically talks about the same thing. That 141 number I gave you a minute ago, the amount of rural hospitals that have closed since 2010, the NIH in 2021 had that number as 106. That's how many uh, others have closed between 2021 and now, Mm. 106 to 141, just to kind of give you some context as to how fast this is happening. Um, They said that the most marked changes were in the southern area of the U.S., the south, central, east, and west parts of it. About 400,000 people saw the most change. That means that they were no longer able to get to a hospital in 15 minutes. Uh, because of those closures. So that's kind of, it's an overview with a lot of numbers, but it's important to kind of try and understand the effects this is having and how often and how quickly this is happening. Oh, absolutely. And I would, you know, I think there might be some technical uh, applications that would help. In other words, uh, uh, doing uh, some doctoring or some uh, medical care by use of the internet and, and, you know, the, the, the Skype or whatever they're calling it now, those kinds of things. But uh, the you got having somebody in the community, uh, wow, who, who can do some. I got to tell you, I was uh, just a quick story. I was in uh, a couple of years ago, uh, several years ago. We were had an accident in in uh, Florida, and we were fifty miles from the nearest hospital in Albuquerque, and it was a hundred miles an hour all the way over there. So yeah, that's a tough, tough t- place to be. Uh, listen. Yeah, I mean, like you, like you said, it's emergency services are are only one aspect yeah, of it. If yeah. that's if your local hospital is the only thing with, let's say, a dialysis machine or you know something like that, let's say that's the only option you have for regular health care, not just an emergency situation. I mean, that's that's not a small thing either. That's right, Tanya. Hey, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers talking about hospitals in rural areas at risk of closing down. Good point. Good point. Today is the uh, 20th day of February. Big day in U.S. history. On this date in 1962, astronaut John Glenn became the first American to orbit the Earth as he flew uh, aboard Project Mercury's Friendship 7 spacecraft, which encircled the globe three times in a flight lasting four hours. We had done it in 55 minutes at almost five hours, splashing down uh, in the Atlantic uh, about 800 miles southeast of Bermuda. We had already done... uh, uh, a manned flight, suborbital or whatever, uh, and uh, but this is the first time that somebody had actually an American had gotten a, in a space capsule and gone around. Yep, we had to take that next step. Uh, yeah, and by the way, just a quick story, a space story for you this morning, Ted. Going to yes. use some, going to make some images here that, that are going to be well, just pretty much unbelievable. Astronomers have discovered what might be the brightest object in the universe. It's a quasar. That shines 500 trillion, I don't know how they came up with this. It shines yeah. 500 trillion times brighter than the sun. <laughs> Which Good. we can't fathom. We can't even figure, no, that, you know, no. I can't comprehend the sun. This is according to researchers in the journal Nature Astronomy. At the Quasar Center is a massive black hole, 17 billion times the size of our sun. Okay, that's large. And devours the equivalent of a sun every single day. The object, dubbed J zero five two nine dash four three five one, oh that thought, old thing, yeah, thought to be a star when it was first discovered in nineteen eighty, but last year astronomers determined it was a quasar. That is something that I my my little mind can't even wrap no, itself around can't, it. Can't even. Uh, and it's no, out I'm just, there. I'm just glad I'm not. Society to say it's I'm not out there. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
817. We do the weather every day. That's as close as I that's get. That's the best, the best <laughs> we can do. 818, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Let's take a look at uh, sports again with Ted Woodward. Ted. Yeah, we had college men's basketball last night on ESPN Big Monday. Kansas State on the road at Texas. A lot of defense in this one, not a lot of offense. You heard the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The Wildcats could not keep up. Texas wins the game 62-56. Six straight losses on the road for the Wildcats. Here's K-State head coach Jerome Tang. They just blew up everything we was trying to do. We need to play with more force and um, impose our will on them, and they did it to us. And, but, you know, once again, you know, the way the guys responded at the end, man, we're well, we're pretty good at the end of the game, executing, coming back. We just have to get ourselves out of a situation where we have to come back. Last regular season meeting between these two. Of course, the Texas Longhorns are leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC after this season. Still reflecting on last week's fatal shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs pep rally after the pep rally. One person killed in that shooting. The Kelsey brothers, including a Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and his brother, uh, talking about the shooting on the New Heights podcast. One of the things that's evident is how much Kansas City is coming together and rallying around the people that have been affected by this. Kansas City and Chiefs Kingdom, we love you guys. We're with you guys, um, and we'll see you guys soon. One of the great events on the sports calendar yesterday, the Daytona 500. Byron was in the right place at the right time. The 26-year-old had just crossed the start-finish line for the final lap. Seconds later, a multi-car crash brought out the fifth caution of the day. Since the white flag did come out, Byron was declared the winner of NASCAR's biggest race. Just um, extremely blessed and thankful for all the opportunities. And, um, yeah, we just want to keep it going. We have a lot to prove this year, and uh, this is a good start, obviously. Byron on Fox TV, he led for just the final four laps for his 11th career Cup Series victory. Alex Bowman finished second. Christopher Bell was third. Bob Mortali, Fox News. William Byron with that win at the Daytona 500 yesterday. A former Kansas City Royals All-Star, Whit Merrifield, has signed a big contract. At least only one year. It was a lot of money for the Philadelphia Phillies. I've spent a lot of my career trying to do things to prove myself and to prove that I can play at this level. And at this point, I've been a three-time All-Star. I've led the league in hits a couple of times. I've led the league in solo bases. I've led the league in all these different things that I feel like I've proven that I'm here and I can play. Um, I was an All-Star last year. I've done that. I want to win now. I believe he signed a one-year deal for $8 bucks with the Phillies. Nice. What's the win now? With Merrifield. What? He said he wants, well, he he's, wants he's to not win getting now. any younger. No? He's a, he wants to, you know... Be on a team, get in the playoffs, and do something. Does he have a ring or not? Oh, no. Oh. Well, he played most of his career with the Royals. Yeah. And and he's yeah. barely gotten to the playoffs with the Blue Jays. So he wants to go with a team that... Well, you know, these guys, and you, you see, the money doesn't matter. Sure, it matters to these guys. Also, they're, they're people. They're competitors. Yeah. They want to win. He's not signing with the White Sox. or You know, he's signing with somebody that has a pretty good a chance, chance to do something. Yeah. yeah. While he's still uh, young enough to do it. Uh, let's go to the NBA, where the Brooklyn Nets have fired their head coach, former Kansas Jayhawk, Jock Vaughn. 
The Brooklyn Nets have fired head coach Jacques Vaughn after a little more than one season on the job. The Nets have dropped 18 of their last 24 games. Brooklyn is 11th in the Eastern Conference, two and a half games out of the play-in tournament. The Nets lost their final game before the All-Star break to the Boston Celtics by 50 points. Vaughn was hired to replace Steve Nash in the middle of last season. Vaughn had been a Nets assistant coach. The team hoped Vaughn would stabilize a roster that featured both Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Both players were traded a few months later. Former UConn head coach and current Nets assistant Kevin Ollie replaces Vaughn on an interim basis. Hi, Bob Mortale. Jacques Vaughn out as head coach of the Nets. Sports with Stephen Ted brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, a safe healing environment for caring employees that fully understand recovery from addiction. Bel Air Recovery Center, they improve the lives they touch. You know, and just a personal note, when I was 11, 12 years old, playing for the Wichita, Wichita Elks team, you know, it, it didn't matter to me that I led the team in home runs and uh, stolen bases and RBIs. The team just had to win. Uh, that was, the way that I was what, well, look, you're very altruistic. <laughs> very good. Right, thanks, Ted. How Eight, much were the Elks paying you? Oh, no, a pittance. <laughs> 822 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minutes. Uh, questioning Biden's memory today. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on this Tuesday morning, 31 degrees. The West Coast is seeing another round of heavy rainfall and snow this week. The National Weather Service says more than 37 million people in California are facing heavy rain, snow, and strong winds through Wednesday. The state already saturated from a series of atmospheric river storms bringing mudslides and historic rainfall to Los Angeles. L.A. Mayor Karen Bass says the city worked to repair more than 4,000 potholes, reinforce hills at risk of mudslides, and prevent power outages by making repairs to under ground equipment. California Governor Gavin Newsom activating the State Operations Center and President Biden approving disaster relief for regions in California that were severely impacted by January's severe storms. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. The Kansas Department of Corrections says an inmate has died at the Lansing Correctional Facility. 28-year-old Caden Farland Hazelton was pronounced dead by hospital staff on Saturday. The cause of death is pending the results of an autopsy. Because the death took place while in custody, the KBI is handling the investigation. 
Varlin Hazelton was serving an 84-month sentence for several convictions of drug possessions and one count of battery out of Sedgwick County. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Wichita City Council will consider a rebate program for those who switch from gasoline to electric power for lawn and gardening equipment. Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News. If you've ever thought about an uh, electric or battery-powered lawnmower, this is your time to go ahead and buy it uh, because this is a lawn care rebate that we have. And this year, it's up to $100 in rebates um, for a customer or which in previous years, it was $50. Wu commented during Mondays with the Mayor on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. A Narcan vending machine will soon be available in Wichita. The machine will be filled with the opioid reversal medication called Narcan and will be placed at Second Chance Big Fish Bail Bonds in the 700 block of North Broadway. A ribbon-cutting ceremony scheduled for Thursday afternoon to dedicate the official launch Anyone can access Narcan from the machine by entering their zip code. A college campus in Colorado was shaken up by a shooting at a dorm. And now, police have made an announcement in the investigation. The Colorado Springs Police Department has arrested a suspect in the fatal shooting of two people at a dorm on the campus of the University of Colorado at Colorado Springs. This happened last Friday. Police say their investigation shows this was an isolated incident between people who knew each other. 24-year-old Samuel Knopp, a student at the school, and 26-year-old Celine Montgomery, who was not a student, both killed. The suspect has not yet been identified. The charges that person facing also not yet revealed. John Saucier, Fox News. Several suspects are facing charges over an alleged high-tech drug delivery scheme. Investigators in West Virginia say 11 suspects are accused of using drones to fly drugs into a federal prison in the southern part of the state. The McDowell Sheriff's Office reports they were tipped off about an increase in drone use in the county by officials at the medium security facility. They began making arrests from mid-December through earlier this month. One suspect was found dead last week after fleeing officers. Most of the accused remain jailed. Charges include intent to deliver a controlled substance, unlawfully operating a drone, and felony conspiracy. Tom Graham, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Mostly clear and cool here across south-central Kansas. It'll be sunny and breezy throughout much of today. Our high temperature is 69. Tonight becomes partly cloudy. Our low between 40 and 45. Then sunshine and dry on Wednesday with a high 71. Turning a bit cooler by Thursday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now partly cloudy and east wind at 5 miles per hour. 31 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen's in the morning, KNSS 851 here on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. West Coast is again pounded by heavy rain and snow. Two. Nikki Haley and Donald Trump squaring off in South Carolina Republican primary. One. Three-month-old baby dead, two women critically injured after a shooting in southeast Wichita. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Continue to watch out for traffic slowdown southbound I-235. It's right around K-42. You have a stalled-out vehicle there. Luckily, right now, don't really have a very high traffic volume, so things looking okay at the moment. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 70 degrees. Yesterday's high, 56. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low, 42. Wednesday, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 72. 
Now partly cloudy, an east wind at 5 miles per hour, 31 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for the nightcap specials every night from 10 until midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Trading underway on Wall Street this morning. The Dow is down 17 points. S&P's down 30, and the NASDAQ is down 170 points. One of the world's most active ransomware gangs has been caught by international law enforcement groups, including the FBI. The FBI and international law enforcement officials have seized the dark web site of LockBit, the world's most prolific ransomware group. Attorney General Merrick Garland says the takedown of LockBit was a joint effort by the Department of Justice and the U.K. Together, we dismantled and seized infrastructure that the LockBit ransomware group has used to target over 2,000 victims and extort more than $120 million in ransom payments. The hackers have targeted organizations like U.S. health care providers, claiming responsibility for a November attack on New Jersey-based Capital Health, as well as a January attack on Fulton County, Georgia's court system, tax system, and jailhouse. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Self-employed professionals might be missing out on a lucrative tax credit. The deadline to claim that potential benefit fast approaching. The credits for sick leave and family leave for certain self-employed individuals originated in March of 2020. It was part of the Families First Coronavirus Response Act during the initial response to the pandemic. Those tax credits are open to any professional who paid self-employment taxes in 2019 and 2020. And they apply to anyone who had to take time off from work to quarantine, to care for another person who quarantined, or to care for children while schools were closed, among other items. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Today is National Cherry Pie Day. Seems only right that we celebrate cherry pie so close to President's Day. Cherry pie! As we all know the story, untrue possibly, that President George Washington and the cherry tree, he cut it down and his dad said, what happened? And he told him he could not tell a lie. But you know, apparently that was just kind of made up. What's now, that have to do with cherry pie? Well, whatever. Uh, he, cherry was a cherry tree. Cherries were, however, one of uh, George Washington's favorite foods. Oh, didn't know that. There you go. He liked the cherries. Yeah, he gummed that down with his wooden teeth. Apparently he didn't, didn't chop down the tree. All right, Stephen, 10 in the morning. I got lunch plans today. I don't usually have lunch plans. Lunch plans on a weekday. But a friend called me up yesterday afternoon. Bob called me and says, hey, let's meet for lunch. Let's go to the Monarch. You're twisting my arm. Yeah, sign me up. You're twisting my arm, pal. So we're going to meet down there and have a little lunch at the Monarch today. And it's going to be sick. You might even be able to patio. Well, I was going to say, it's going to be so nice out. sun's out and it's warm. My goodness, we've had great. You had a pretty good day off yesterday. The high was only 56. So did you go out and play golf or anything? No, I really didn't. I'm trying to write gridiron scripts. Oh, I'm all right. In the bunker doing these. So days. you got the little green visor on, and you got the. Yeah, uh, I'm trying. Got the cigarettes going and all trying that. To think and, of funny things. Okay. Anything good come to mind yet? Yeah, I'm getting some things done. Good. Good. All right. Uh, We're see, a month away from gridiron. By a the month way. away. Yeah. Glenn Beck program coming up here on KNSS. Stephen Moore will be with Glenn today. He says Biden's bull market is no such thing. Hmm, okay. Top of the hour news on KNSS had a tragedy. A child. Killed in a shooting in Southeast Wichita. If you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last Show. News updates all day. Steve and Ted in the morning, 98.7, 1330 KNSS Wichita. We'll see you tomorrow morning. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.